the Bible verse that say love your wife yeah. <laughs> 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 because you know because when you when you love your wife when you love your wife and you do everything so that your wife will have security have feel love please your wife they will submit to you I submit to Pastor Lau he did not quote the word wife submit to the husband <laughs> he did not quote that Bible verse you know but he used the Bible verse that love your wife you know so so love your wife and amen amen and then automatically the wife will submit to the husband you know in the morning I do not serve him breakfast and pack him lunch because he command me or put the command on the wall for me you know but I did it with love tonight I said I'm, I'm gonna go to bed early because tomorrow I know that he will go to work like very early in the morning like 6 30 to 7 I had to get up early to to do something for him because I submit not because by force and another area I want to say is parents God give the authority to the parent God give us the authority the little babies little kids and even the teenage kids are in our hand God give them in our hand whatever you're gonna do with them is in our hand God trusts us that much that he give us that authority parents don't misuse the authority some parents misuse by using strong word and cussing word and Words that put down your children. You are nothing. You should not have born. You know, I should not have this kind of kid. Sometimes you did not plan the baby, but the baby came. Then the parent named them accident. <laughs> not only that, when you are angry, you hit them. You spank them with anger. And, and that scar... That feeling eat them up inside of them, and it's very hard. If the kid do not know that parents love them, when they go out there, they cannot face the world very very well. No, if they have security at home, that the Lord teach us to train up our children, you know, in the way of the Lord, discipline them, train them up, but in the way of the Lord. Not in your emotional way, your anger. It doesn't work like that. In fact, I was uh, in the family that my father was an angry man. In fact, my father was very kind. He has two characters in him. He is very kind. He will give us everything. He worked at United Nations. So he could buy a lot of food from the United States. He will bring back box and box, you know, and he will not say, you only eat this much. He said, eat it all. My dad was so kind to me and my brother and sister. It doesn't matter. I'm a woman, you know, and we have two girls and three boys. And my dad wanted all of us to finish university. So one day I was ironing the clothes and I said that, Dad, when I grow up, I'm going to go ironing the clothes for people and I'll get money for you. I asked and my dad said, no, you are not going to iron the clothes. You are going to be the boss. Amen. My dad always had hope, you know, and always kind. And always wanted me, my sister, and the three boys 
to finish university. He that is his goal. He work hard for that. So when I was saying that, Dad, I'm doing this. I can do this. When that I was so young, you know, ten years old maybe. I'm gonna do this and get the money and I'm give to you because I love my parents. He said, No, you're gonna finish university. You're gonna be the boss. That one part of him, one part of him, he is very angry, and he hit us. I mean, like if I'm wrong, I mean the five of us then he hit everybody. He crushed out his anger. On the children, that is my dad. Or like um, once a year at my house, he played a uh, uh, card gamble in my home. Just once a year at New Year, three days, three night, we don't sleep. <laughs> my parents did not sleep. I slept. <laughs> and you know what happened when I was sitting there? He will come and do like this to my my feet. If he lost money, he blamed me. <laughs> he blamed me that because of you. I lost the gamble, and I said, "Am I the unlucky person?" So that kind of thing eat up me inside me, and I was thinking that I am unlucky thing for him. No, so at the same time that he was kind, but because of anger, he also ruined part of my heart. That anger also come down to me. Yeah, so I had the tendency to be angry and frustrated, but. Thank God, because I know the Lord. The Lord has cleansed me, and the demon that follow from generation to generation is gone. Okay, and and also want to share that it also go down, like my daughter scream, and her children. Now I said, I told her, honey, screaming doesn't help. So I commend her. Read the Bible close to God. You need to stop that. Say, mom. But see, my kid, yes, I understand. But I just teach you. So number two is that not only that Moses misused the authority, Moses also minister in frustration. He did not see the promise; he saw the problem. This is important. So important. All of us have to look at the promise of God and not the problem. If you look at the problem. You will react one thing. You look at the promise of God. You look another thing. For example, family, Pastor Lau and myself. Even though we are different people, even though we do things differently, if I look at the problem, and then we divorce because of anger, we are, we are not alike. We don't do things the same way. Blah blah blah. You know. And then we divorce. I look at the problem. If I am patient, Pastor Lau and I. Are patient and look at the promise of God. God said that I will bless, I will bless the seed of the righteous. Amen. Then I have to look at my children, grandchildren, great grandchildren, and so on, on and on. But a lot of people miss it because they go with the flesh. They went with the flesh. There's so many reasons for divorce. But I mean, one way is because of anger too. And sometimes people did not mean to divorce, but because they already said I'm going to divorce you, they had to follow through because of anger. They desert the promise. They keep the problem. They keep the problem. They desert the promise. So from now on, all of us, whatever we do, we have to look at the promise. Many people left the church because they look at the problem, not the promise. They look at the problem. This church is not nice. They don't have coffee table. I don't like the color. The remodeling is so slow. I don't like the leaders, 
and I don't like the my care group members. I don't like them. They forgot to look at the promise. They look at the problem. But we need to look at the the promise of God. God promised that if you have unity, God will command the blessing. Amen. They look at the problem. They don't look at the promise. But if they look at the promise of God, if they have unity, God will command the blessing. They don't look at that. If we love one another. That is a promise of God. If we love one another, the world or other people will know that you are the disciple of God. But if we don't love one another, people will not be able to see that you are the disciple of Jesus. Therefore, look at the promise. Don't look at the problem. So every time if Pastor Lau and I have problem, we look at the promise, not the problem. We think our children will be blessed. Number one shall be blessed. Number two shall be blessed. The grandkids shall be blessed. Number three shall be blessed, and they will serve the Lord, and they will be able to hold the family because we hold the family. They will be able to do it too because they will also look at the promise. Amen. So everything look at the promise of God, not look at the problem. Number three is Moses miss the opportunity to be the good representation for God because of anger. There was one man. He witnessed to his friend, and he said, "God is good. You should come to be a believer." Ba ba ba. You know, he witnessed to him, and one day, he was at the counter when he went to grocery shopping. He was at the counter, and he was so mad at the cashier. He yelled at the cashier, without knowing that that one he witnessed to is behind him. They were in the line, you know, and they, oh. You, if you yell at people like this, you're so angry, and you—he already discredited himself. He already discredited himself. There was another lady that came to our church, but left long, long time ago, maybe over ten years ago. But she shared with me at one time. She said that, "Pasada, I was talking to my mom on the line, gossiping about my sister-in-law, and so unfortunate that." The sister-in-law called in, and she got into the lie. Oh. Don't see a lot now, but in the past, you know, sometimes you call someone and you hear two people are talking, and then you know how she was talking to her mom and pour out everything in her heart because she was talking to the one that she trusts, her mom, right? Without knowing that the sister-in-law is hearing, they lost the relationship permanently. Because the sister-in-law heard everything she said, I want to say that a lot of time anger caused us the terrible consequences that we don't know. Therefore, we need to be so careful. I want to one thing. Sometimes people do it. They gossip their friend. For example, if they are sitting here in this room and they're talking, talking to another person about their friend, sometimes they don't know that someone here. It can bring the bad consequence, and it ruin the relationship completely. We try to do our best to be good representative for God. Yes. Anywhere you go, everywhere you are, be good representation to God, because God is holy, God love, God is faithful, God committed. You know, so God committed to His people. God has good character. We have to be good represent. To him, do not go and gossip and talk bad about someone because you're not good representation to God. 
you're not uh, scream at your children and then your friends see it. I'm in the church. I am not going to cut Pastor Lau. When Pastor Lau was saying something, I cut him because I am smarter. Really? Sometimes like wife are doing that. I'm smarter. I have better idea. This is the idea. Pastor Lau, that is not good. If I do that, I misrepresent God. Because God said that wife submit to your husband. I have to honor Pastor Lau, not because he is my husband only, but he is the leader, the anointed one that God chose. No one chose themselves. God is the one who chose them. Therefore, I dare not. I mean, I fear God. I dare not do that. That because I have better idea or I'm smarter. When Pastor Lau is very nice and very like gracious to me, and you know, sometimes he said, Okay, cha, you know. You know, and then after the meeting, I went to Pastor Lau, but Pastor, please don't do that. I do not want you to do that in front of people. We, we had to help each other. So we had to help each other that we represent God in at the right way. I don't want people in the congregation to think that Pastor Lau fear the wife. Yeah, it's not good. You know, it's not good at all. Even the wife have to know that the husband is the leader. So therefore, not only that I respect Pastor Lau as a husband, I highly expect him as the anointed leader that God appoints. Therefore, I need to re- respond to him right way. So things like that. Don't misrepresent God in front of other people. Amen. The number four is that every time when things happen in your life, I want to encourage you that do not get mad. Do not feel offended. Do not think that, oh man, why is like this? Every time things is as an opportunity, to prove to God because God is the one who brings that situation into your life. Therefore, it's an opportune time. Opportune time is a time of opportunity to prove to God that you are the real deal. Mm -hmm. All of us are waiting for the moment of God that God will bring back our loved ones or bring the miracle that we need. We always pray and want God to show up and perform miracle or bring back our loved ones and all that. But when the situation comes, we respond wrong. Sometimes it's an opportunity for us to have a great reward. When the opportunity comes, we did not respond in the right way. Basically, you have to have spiritual eyes. You have to have spiritual eyes to see. Moses should have thought that, okay, God told me to go and speak to the rock. The next step will be the promotion. And, but he, out of frustration and out of anger, he went and hit the rock. So he missed the opportunity. Because that is God's moment. Sometimes when you serve the Lord and it's so hard, people are not cooperative. Or it's so hard how to move these people up, for example. But I want you to think this way, that it's an opportunity. Because if you can pass this, God will promote you to another level. Yes. For example, like Pastor Lau, when we started the church, it was so hard because Thai community at that time, you know, not only that they say Pastor Lau still drink milk, Pastor Lau, you know, not capable and all that. They also call Rao, don't come to this church. 
But it was an opportune time for Pastor Lau to prove that he was a real deal. He want to build the church. He did not give up. And then after 20 something years, we start to see the fruit. God is a faithful God. If you are faithful to Him, He will be faithful to you. So it doesn't matter what happened. Sometimes people step on your toe. Sometimes things doesn't go the way you want it. Think it as an opportune time. Continue to be faithful. Continue to be loving. Continue to do what God wants you to do. And you know what? God will be faithful to you. And He will not forget to promote you. To be more influential. Like I see in the life of Pastor Kenny. I see in the life of our sister Tammy. Up and down. Thick and thin. They never quit. They keep being faithful. They are there every Sunday. They are there every Sunday morning, Sunday night, before we had two services. Now we still have, have two services. They're still there. After many years, if you listen to that testimony, you'll be surprised how God provides for Pastor Kenny, how God takes care of our sister Tammy, and how influential she is right now. God is a faithful God. We just do whatever we can. God will do the rest. Do not take things personal. They do that. They offend me. I think that I just share with a sister. Do not think it personal. That email came. It is not personal. It's just policy of the church. It's not personal. Don't take it personal. If you take it personal, you're going to get into trouble because you're going to get angry and dislike the person. Don't take it like that. When people leave the church, I don't take it personally. I think this way, everyone has a choice. We try our best. We already told the person, we love you. We try our best to build you up. We love you. It doesn't matter whatever decision you make. So if people leave the church, I take it as they make a choice. Pastor Lau and I did not abuse the people. Pastor Lau and I did not cheat them. We try our best to build them up, to encourage them, to love them. But if they make a decision, they want to leave the church, it's the decision they make. I don't want to take it personal. I don't get mad at one person. No. I don't take things personal. If I take things personal, I will not be able to stand until now. Because I don't take it personal. People move. People come and go. This morning, Pastor Kenny was talking about the worship team. People come, people go. People come, people go. In other area of your life too, not only in the area of church, you know, but other area of your life, do not take everything personal. People who take things like they attack me, they sarcasm me, they speak to me, they get into trouble. They cannot have peace, and they're not happy because they take it personal. And one last and last thing, when you get the message from God, either you read the Bible or you or while I'm preaching and teaching you. If you have any conviction in your heart, welcome it. If you have any conviction that, oh yeah, I think I have anger problem too. Don't think this way that Pasada, who told you, maybe you, you know that I'm an angry person. <laughs> Believe me, I don't know at all. <laughs> but if that conviction comes to you, welcome it. When the conviction comes to me, I welcome. The people who are not welcome, they will never change. When you tell them something, they go this way, they go here and there, they try to excuse and everything. They never change. 
they will never change because they don't accept the problem. Any conviction at all that come into your heart, welcome. Because you know what, I want to tell you that that is the blessing, that is the grace in your life, that God is speaking to you for the change, for the better. Not only in the area of anger, if any other thing at all that God have convict you, have God had send you the message. Thank God. Now today I know I'm gonna be better because you show me God. Many people have blind spot. Many people cannot see. Thank God that we can see, yes. isn't it? Yes. Unless you see, you will not clean it up. Yes. Unless you see, you need to see. And by the grace of God, He make you see. Yeah, don't feel offended. Don't feel that the the pastor is attacking you, or the preacher, or the Bible, or the book that I'm reading is attacking me. My friend is saying something that attacking. Is not. Is the conviction? Is the grace of God that God. Put into your heart. Jam four seven said that therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. I listened to Pastor Lau um, demonology, a demonology series, and he was mentioned about the evil spirit of anger. It's an evil spirit that come down from generation to generation to like my dad was angry, and it was in me, and it can go down. Is the evil spirit of anger. So therefore, God said that. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil. You know what? The devil is very strong, especially the evil spirit is very strong. Especially if the evil spirit, the evil spirit say that this family is their home. They compare to like this is my home. Do you think? Do you think anyone can take you out of your home easily? No, the evil spirit will not go out of your home either, because they stay there for a long time and they comfortable. They they are spirit without body, so they want somewhere to stay on. You know, so they will not leave the home. I mean, someone will come and kick me out of my house. I will not go. I will hold on to my last breath. I will not go. But God say and God promised in His word in James four seven that He said that. Therefore, submit to God and resist the devil, and he will flee from you. He will flee from your home, your family home. They say that this is my house. From generation to generation, this is my house. After I work with the grandparent, I will work with the the parent, and I will work with in the kid, and I will work in the grandkid. This is my home. Therefore, God said that. Therefore, submit to God. Submit to God is not one time. Is that I'm already submit to God? I come to church. No, <laughs> submit to God means doing the right thing before God. On and on and on and on and on and on and on, and it can be ten years, you know, twenty years, ten years, whatever you know. Submit to God always. When your anger come up, think about I won't take it personal. I will surround that person with love and pray. You keep submit to God. And eventually, when you submit to God, that is when you resist the devil, because the meaning is you are not submitting to the devil. You are submit and obeying God, and doing the right thing. And eventually, he say, "I cannot be here because that person really submit to God." And on and on and on, and not one time, not two time, not one month, not one year. On and on and on and on and on and on. Eventually, the devil will have to flee, according to the word of God. 
You said the devil hasn't free from me. I'm still the same. Continue to submit to God, and God will not fail you because it is in His word. He gives the promise: the devil will flee from you. The devil of every kind will have to flee if you really submit to God. The poverty will have to go. The disease will have to go. The pride will have to go. The anger will have to go. The failure will have to go. You know what? Everything will have to go. The evil spirit that rule and reign in that house will have to go because we submit to God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. So um um. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Kat.